Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. We're getting to the month of May, closer and closer to November. And maybe, maybe Americans who love freedom will have a shot at taking this country back. I'm telling you, get involved now with the elections. Get involved in the primaries. Make sure we get strong, conservatives, people who love our country. And, and some of these far-left people say, I love our country. That's why I want to change it. You want to make it look like Venezuela, Cuba, all these things that you've been taught that socialism works, and we say time and time it doesn't? Well, listen to today's show because we've titled it Biden, President Biden, is using the Putin doctrine on the United States economy. Now, what exactly is the Putin doctrine? We're going to get to that in just a minute. But we also, I was going to let you know today, we're going to be looking at the economy, the, the way that uh, this administration is treating the American con- economy. Also, we're going to touch bases on a little bit on education. we got a segment coming up with uh, Representative Rick Allen, uh, a clip from him that he did on Newsmax, the American Agenda. I want to play that for you. It'll go right in what we're talking about today. But before we get to the economy, there is something that is very much a part of the economy. That's the immigration. We've talked about it many, many times and really need to stop talking about immigration. Basically, we need to ask people, are you for sex trafficking coming across the border? Or are you for fentanyl coming across the border? This is this is not immigration anymore. It's are you for sex trafficking? Are you for fentanyl coming across the border to poison uh, American citizens? So got a clip right off Newsmax with uh, it was Senator Roger Marshall. He's a Republican from Kansas. But let's listen to this about the immigration sex trafficking fentanyl crisis that's going on. And our president Again, it's part of the Putin doctrine, and we'll get to that Putin doctrine totally right after this clip about uh, what Senator Roger Marshall from Kansas had to say on Newsmax. Migrant encounters just in the month of of March alone, the numbers continue uh, to increase. And we also have this stat to show you as well, if I can uh, if I can pull that up for you. Again, the numbers of what we're seeing here, report from the Federation for American Immigration Reform, finding this on your screen. Since Joe Biden took office, the illegal alien population has climbed to one million, costing taxpayers payers hundred and forty two billion dollars a year. Senator, I know you tweeted this out just for reference. Kansas has a population of 2.9 million people. Joe Biden and Dems are trying. Senator, if I could have you just elaborate on what you're seeing and how this is being handled on a federal level, in your opinion. 
Well, Sean, it's a disaster. This is a crisis. This is a crisis created by this president. And either he's incompetent or he wants this crisis. I've been to the border three times, and I've also done humanitarian work all over the world as a physician, and this looks worse than any crisis I've ever seen. Over three million people have been apprehended since Joe Biden uh, was sworn into office, crossing the border illegally. And what the Border Patrol tells me is for every person they apprehend, three more get across. So multiples bigger than the state of Kansas population has entered the border, and Kansas is no longer a border state. Uh, the fentanyl crisis is, is very significant in Kansas as well. It is indeed, and of course, it, you know, fentanyl, a drug overdose, that impacts red and blue states, as we know. And what's interesting to me is the discussion of the end of Title 42. The White House wants to uh, see that lifted, according to the CDC. But now there are some Democratic lawmakers who are speaking out against the end of Title 42. Have you spoken to those lawmakers there? Do they share similar concerns with you? Would the White House listen <laughs> to your Democratic friends? Well, uh, Emma, th those folks have elections coming soon, and they're in, in purple districts. So obviously they're running for cover, but they also live on the borders. Most of these folks we're talking about, I have talked to them, and they're very concerned about the impact on their particular borders. Uh, again, if Title 42 uh, is, is stopped, the situation will triple, it will double. Already these cities are overwhelmed. If you could imagine having five, 10,000 uh, people come to your community every day, what would you do with them? How would you feed them? Where would they sleep? What would the stressors they put on your hospitals, on your schools? So yes, they're all, they're all very concerned. Well, I hope all Americans concerned from what uh, Senator Marshall said, and you say he's a physician too, and there is just no reason why we should be suffering uh, our nation economically from uh, having no border control. Uh, you know, the president, President Biden and Vice President uh, Harris, she, she's the border czar. She's in charge of the border. The president gave her that and she's run from it. She's run away. I mean, where is she? And if, if she can't do what he's assigned her to do, to do uh, what, what good is a vice president? Now, does Joe Biden care? Obviously not. He doesn't care about his oath of office. He is to protect the United States. He took an oath, and the border is wide open, wide open. And it's going on two years now. And you heard about the millions who've come in. It hurts local governments. It hurts the local schools, local hospitals. And, and they just keep coming because the border is wide open. Uh, it, it's a shame. And if you aren't geared up to go vote uh, and your neighbors, you need to be signing them up, make sure some people, oh, I don't want to get called up for a jury duty. Hey, our country can't go down the tube because people are afraid to get called up for jury duty because they vote. Get out and vote. The people who are not voting, that's why our, our old country, it's uh, one of the reasons then we got to make sure we get a correct ballot and the right vote. But we, if we, there's no way the socialists can win if Americans come out and vote. There's just no way. We got Americans. There's enough Americans who love our country and love freedom and see what's happening, that they can get through all the rhetoric that the mainstream media throws and and no telling what they're going to throw coming up because they know they're in trouble. Uh, look for anything to do that will cause 
uh, race violence, and uh, it'll be pushed by the mainstream media. And, and if they can't find a story to push, they will make a story, or somebody will make a story. Same way they did with the uh, trying to catch uh, or kidnap Governor Whitmore in Michigan. The people were exonerated that because uh, it was the FBI who who made the plot up and to push people to get involved with it. Uh, that's the things we have to watch out for. And the FBI, I don't know if you saw that, uh, that I think it's uh, took a poll and over half, around half of Americans have no trust in the FBI. That that whole, that whole uh, division of our law enforcement has been muddied because of what's happened in the last few years and their leadership or lack of leadership. And, and it's just, we need help America and if you're not voting, you're a cause of part of the problem. You must get out to vote and register to vote. Now, what is the Putin doctrine? Look at Ukraine. Look what happened in Syria. Wherever the Russian troops go, they use a World War II mentality of destroying a city, a, a place, whatever they want to conquer. They don't care what it's like when they get done. They just want to conquer. And you've seen the bombed out, shelled cities in Ukraine. It's horrible, pathetic. But that's the way the Putin doctrine of war acts. The Putin doctrine destroys till there's nothing left. If citizens get in the way, it doesn't matter. He bombs and kills, and uh, and it's a killing machine. That's what the Russian army is, and destroying. They don't want any infrastructure left. They don't care about the infrastructure or the citizens. Uh, they only want to win the way they want to win. And that's the Putin doctrine. And Joe Biden is doing the Putin doctrine to the U.S. economy. He doesn't care about the little people. If he did, he would care about inflation. He doesn't care about the middle class. If he did, he wouldn't be raising taxes. Oh, you, there's no taxes raised in, unless you make $400,000 or more. That is baloney. What is inflation? Inflation's nothing more than a tax, a tax from state stupidity and idiots running our economy one thing barack obama did i did not like his policies but he was smart enough to put somebody in charge of the economy like larry summers now larry summers last year was saying we're going to cause inflation this inflation won't be transitory larry summers is a democrat very smart and i don't agree with everything larry summers says but at least he wasn't going to lie to the american people spending all this money is going to cause inflation that's what larry summers said but nobody would listen to him on the democratic side because our department of treasury the secretary of treasury janet yellen was continuing to lie saying inflation was transitory it wasn't going to amount to anything the only thing she wanted to do is get the build back better program which is the build back broke program she wanted to get it passed and so she would lie through her teeth to get joe biden the gift of the build back better program they did not get that thank goodness that uh senator manchin from west virginia 
would would not uh, agree to it. He could see it's causing inflation. It would cause more inflation. He could see that. Why couldn't Janet Yellen see that? Why couldn't his other economic advisors see that? He said all the economic advisors said that the Build Back Better program would help uh, bring inflation down. That is stupidity, If that and that's... E- it's nothing but idiots talking if they kept thinking spending another three, four trillion dollars would make inflation go down. I mean, we don't have the money. I mean, and then you tax more and more people, then you get less and less business. It hurts the economy. And <laughs> these are the people that Joe Biden has surrounded himself with. That's one of the things that I, I want to play here in just a minute, a clip from uh, Representative Rick Allen I told you about on Newsback, on Newsmax, and some of the things that are going on, and, and this has to do with the economy, and some of it is about student loans, and there's people pushing to, there's $1.7 trillion of student loans, and people are wanting Joe Biden to forgive it. Uh, can he forgive student loans? Well, it goes back. What did uh, Nancy Pelosi say about it? Nancy Pelosi says the, that the president can delay them and push them back as far as paying interest. But she said, Pelosi said, that he does not have the power to forgive student loans. That takes an act of Congress. And that is something I agree with her with. Somebody go, you ever agree with Nancy Pelosi? Not very often, but she is correct. The president of the United States cannot forgive $1.7 trillion of student loans. If he does, everybody, everybody did not go to college. Everybody that has paid back their loans or are in the process of paying back their loans. They are the ones who are hurt. And think about the people out of high school. They never went to college. They may be working uh, in the factories. They may be running their own businesses, entrepreneurs. They never got a college loan. And now the government's going to say, oh, by the way, let's, you're going to have to help. We don't want these college students who are out uh, making money. Some of them you know, on Wall Street could be making millions, and, and they're wanting their loans paid back. And the government wants you to help pay back their loans. And I know not every situation's like that. There's some people who've taken out big loans and never finished school, and they're hurting. Well, you know, there's other people who are hurting because they never went to college. I'm just saying, if you make an agreement to take a loan out, it should be paid off. And it may take 20, 30 years, and that's why some people are stretching it out, and they got easy interest payments I hadn't been had, had to pay interest I took out student loans to go through uh, college and four years of dental school and it took some years to pay it back but I know you can get help and they can delay things but to forgive 1.7 trillion dollars it's not forgiving it who's there's no free lunch I think uh, we we had them on a program last year uh, uh, exclusive for Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, but Alan Dershowitz, he, he, he was saying last week, there's no free lunch when it comes to student loans. And, and everybody knows some people who've taken student loans and, and uh, they've made some uh, good spring break trips or made some trips they wanted to and because they had a little more money because of the, the student loans. 
And so should we be paying back their student loans? There's ways to help, but paying back a student loan across, just right across the board, that's more than socialism. And it's, it's actually hurting the economy. In a time that we got high inflation, does that help inflation? Absolutely makes it worse. Because where's the money coming from? They gotta borrow more money, print more money. When I say print, you know, today's world, they don't print money. They, it's all digital to do it on computer. But every time we use money we don't have, we go more in a deficit. The dollar in your pocket, the dollar in your pocket shrinks and shrinks. And that's what happens with the economy. And that's what uh, Joe Biden is doing. We're using the Putin doctrine on this U.S. economy. We're going to talk about some more ways he's doing that. But first, let me remind you, listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you. Hey, we got a book out. It is called Bedrock Truths. If you haven't had that book, haven't seen it, or won't get one for your friend, uh, it's election year. It's the Bedrock Truths. And it's written by Dr. Ed Holliday, Dr. Alveda King, and Dr. Alex McFarlane. We'd love to get that book out to you. You can go to www.docholliday.org. Love to get that book out to you. And uh, we, we'll be glad to just order a book there. There are a couple more books on there that uh, you can get if you want to. And now, uh, for the second half of the show, let me play this, and we'll kick on in the more ways that Joe Biden is using the Putin doctrine on the U.S. economy. First, take a listen to this. Joining us right now to react, Republican Congressman Rick Allen, member of both the House Education and Labor Committees. Uh, uh, Congressman, especially uh, the way that was buttoned up uh, at the end there. What did you think of what some of the people on the street said? Uh, well, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing in my district. Very same thing. Uh, you know, this administration continues to uh, develop these tactics, I guess, to, to try to uh, appeal to a certain group of voters. And every time they double down, uh, uh, their bases leave them in droves. And uh, I see this in my district. I hear the same thing in my district. Uh, and I, I will have to admit, uh, I don't agree with Speaker Pelosi on many things. In fact, this may be the only thing that I've ever agreed with her on. And, and she's right. I think it's a big mistake. I think it's a, a big political mistake. And, and number one, I don't think he has the authority. I agree with Speaker on that. And also, uh, you know, we got $30 trillion debt. Why don't we, if he's got money to do this, why don't, why don't we put that toward paying down the debt? Yeah. And, and by the way, just to make clear, when they say forgiving debt, the debt isn't forgiven. Somebody else pays for it. So who would pay for it, Congressman? Uh, well, obviously, uh, taxpayers or since we're you know, running huge deficits, it would be future generations that are paying for this. Yeah, and, ironic. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's just wrong. And, and these are the same people that he's paying the debt off that are going to have to deal with the debt in this nation. And uh, because, uh, you know, this thing cannot continue. It's unsustainable. Right. Uh, and, and also Mitt Romney um, is said um, uh, they described it as a bribe from the Democrats yeah. and saying, what oh, are you yeah. going to do next? You're going to pay off uh, uh, everybody's auto uh, loans and mortgages. So uh, before we <coughs> yeah, go, I did yeah. want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, President Biden uh, was speaking about uh, Americans. They send their kids to school. He was talking to some yeah. teachers uh, 
um, and talked about what they do in the classroom. I wanted to get your response. Let's listen in. You've heard me say it many times about our children, but it's true. They're all our children. And the, the reason you're the teachers of the year is because you recognize that. They're not somebody else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. Okay. Um, we know in Virginia um, that the Democratic, uh, you know, when Terry McAuliffe said something about, uh, no, that's a teacher's decision, uh, the, the voters of Virginia just said, uh, no, those are our kids, and we want to say in what's going on with them as far as picking curriculum and books and that sort of thing. So uh, what's your response to what the president said there? Uh, what he's doing is pandering to the teachers union who gives, uh, you know, lots of money to Democrat candidates, uh, particularly. Yeah. In, and I mean, he's just pandering to the teachers union because that's you know, obviously the teachers union. I mean, there there are children in this country in congressional districts that are still not in school and have been out of school for two years. Yeah. And just just, uh, I, just personally, as people who watch the show know, my wife's a teacher, so I have nothing against teachers. But there is that pandering to the oh, unions. No. You've got pandering yeah. to uh, the, the Democrats. Let's face it. They're having trouble with young. Uh, well, you know, obviously they see what's going on in the country. Uh, yeah. People want to take this country back. Yeah. Uh, the American people are sick of this. This is what I'm hearing every day in my district and all across Georgia. OK. And. Uh, you know, I believe people are going to speak loudly uh, in November. OK, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens between now and then and on that day. Congressman Allen, thank you so much exactly. for being with us, sir. And that's the clip I was telling you about with uh, Representative Rick Allen from uh, Representative from Georgia, a Republican. And he was on a Newsmax American agenda. But that what he had to say and, and we have got to get out in November and vote and all this stuff is being pushed on us and pushed down us. And you remember what uh, Rick Adams talking about the teachers union that Biden is just pandering to the teachers union. But that's not the only thing. Listen, a lot of Republicans supported the infrastructure bill that was passed last year, like uh, just under two trillion dollars and said, well, we need this infrastructure. But, you know, there's so much given away to the Democrats there's constituents they they got so much out of the infrastructure bill and some places you know what was so we talked about it back when they did it they said oh you'll get this much federal money for your highway spending and john kennedy senator from louisiana just pointed out they were going to get 90 percent of that anyway because of the, the transportation uh, tax that goes back to the states and they made it sound like they were giving all this big money for road projects well most of it was already coming to all the states and they what they did was get some of the social spending that they wanted and they called it infrastructure and now guess what after it's all said and done it got passed and just couple weeks ago joe biden comes out and says you can't use the money unless it's union work you have to be union work does that make the cost of things go up or down if it goes up does that help inflation or hurt inflation obviously it's going to make inflation worse projects are going to cost more and and that's another way that Joe Biden is using the Putin doctrine 
to destroy the U.S. economy. And one of the things about it is, we've talked about that, he's surrounded by these Ivy Leaguers, these Ivy Tower people. They stay in their towers. They don't know the real real world. There's the same people who failed in the evacuation and withdrawal of Afghanistan. These same people who are looking at the economy and we've talked about idiots being in charge of the economy and that's who is running the thing and they are the same ones who are giddy when they see the gas prices go up it doesn't hurt them they don't care about gas prices most of them are on trust fund babies or whatever and that's what is all all throughout the government these left wingers that they don't understand how to run a business they don't uh, make paychecks they don't write out the paychecks they're not entrepreneurs and here they are giddy because gasoline prices are going up why are they giddy because they want green energy they want the uh, oil companies to fail and if they have higher energy costs then they know people will won't use as much they can't and they're giddy over that they know publicly they can't say anything but they want gas prices to go up they want the people to stop using gas they want them to use electric cars and that's what's been pushed by joe biden by transportation director booted edge and so many people that say go out and buy an electric car well you have to plug it in and where does that energy come from some of them still coming from coal-powered plants medium natural gas powered plants you've got to get electricity from somewhere very little is being produced by windmills and sun uh, the uh, all, all the sunlight with the solar panels uh, some is and, and we got programs uh, uh, some of these are, are using the, uh, the the energy that's coming from green but it's not that much and we can't go all green even by 2030 it's uh, that that these are pipe dreams and the thing is when these ivy leaguers have these pipe dreams then they're surrounded by joe biden and and i don't maybe maybe they're sitting around and smoking joints and thinking well if elon musk can smoke a joint be smart i can too but somebody is doing very stupid decision making on our economy and that's why the putin doctrine is just destroying the u.s economy look at the energy what i just said about the energy it's being dismantled by the regulations put on this uh, entire uh, energy sector and it's causing the more it's causing more inflation as prices go up what happens well you got transportation you got to have everything trucked ups uh, fedex uh, they said well our numbers are not as good amazon numbers went down and their stock dropped what 10 percent or so last week because why because they said they had more energy cost uh, for gas for getting things around so joe biden the people who he's put in control of our economy are using the Putin doctrine to just shatter the economy. Uh, you know, we talked about student loans, wanting to forgive student loans, and then we saw the growth. It shrank. It, it went down 1.4%. It didn't, it didn't grow. A lot of people thought we know it's growing slower. Nobody thought we were uh, losing. You know, we went below zero. Went, you know, it shrank 1.4%. I think two 
quarters in a row, and uh, what is that? It means recession. What happens you have a recession? Well, people, they don't want to spend as much. They start hoarding their money. What happens? Well, you get slower growth. And then this this time we've talked about last year many times about Bitcoin, altcoins, and cryptocurrencies, and and uh, knowing about it, and I still think it's important. But what are they doing? They're drum beating all these regulations, and they're knocking the prices of Bitcoin down and altcoins down. And I think our uh, Secretary of Treasury, I think she likes that. I think Janet Allen Yellen, Janet Yellen likes seeing uh, Bitcoin go down. I think the head of the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, I think he loves seeing Bitcoin get uh, get rare back and boxed and knocked down. And these are the things that Joe Biden is using to destroy our economy. And in his dream, that pipe dream, he thinks we're going to have green energy and everybody's going to just be hunky-dory wonderful, and they just love him for making everything green. Well, what he's not making green is money. And money is getting is shrinking. Your dollar is shrinking because of inflation. And I think the American people are getting tired and tired of it why put somebody in charge of our economy who uses the putin doctrine on our entire economy everything like we said from student loans infrastructure bill it passed yay 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 the republicans helped pass the infrastructure bill and guess what joe biden turns around and uses his executive authority i don't even know if he has it and the people talk about they were talking about trump being such a dictator well who's the dictator or maybe he's more like Mussolini. He, I know I can call Biden Hitler, but you know that's not a correct uh, way. And and I mean, like the the left called Trump like Hitler all the time. It's absolutely who who killed six million Jews in the Holocaust. Nobody would think Trump or Biden or anybody or Obama. You can't compare somebody with a madman who who was just diabolical in in killing six million jews uh and 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 just and wanting to kill every jew he could find and putting together a system to do that you cannot compare trump you cannot compare any a politician in america to that but joe biden he could be a mussolini fascist because he wants control just like we talked about in last week's show if you didn't hear you can go back and listen to it about uh, his uh, uh, ministry of truth. You know, I think he wants absolute control. And that's what the people around him want. So let me end by just saying, do not agree with the Democratic Party. What you've heard me say many times, Joe Biden is an example of what the Democratic Party has become. And until they kick the socialist out, no one should vote for a Democratic candidate until they have the guts to kick the socialist out. We don't need socialism in America. It doesn't work. We know that. And as the Democratic Party embraces the socialism and the socialist in their party, stop voting for the Democrats. They'll get the message very soon, very soon. If they don't, let them just keep getting knocked down, down, down until they understand that America will stop voting for Democrats until they kick the socialists out. You've heard it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. 
and I'll be back next week. Hope to see you then. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.